Hard work pays off. Dreams come true. Bad times don't last, but bad guys do. What's going on, everybody? This is your boy, the Ace that runs the place, one half of the World Club Wrestling Podcast. We are back with another episode. As you can see, we are suited and booted. <laughs> Go ahead, introduce yourself, good brother. He is I. I am him. It's your main man, the franchise, aka Podcast Tribal Chief. What's going on, Noose? Nothing much, man. Same old, same old, man. I'm glad to be. I wanted, I told you about this. I wanted to come on you the did. episode one day. You did. Suited and booted. You did. Pimping. Pimping. You know, so I'm, I'm glad to do that. I'm glad to, you know, I always like to, you know, show out, you know, every once in a while. You know, I'm a Leo, so, you know, we like to, we like to glitz and glamour and whatnot. You know what I mean? I feel like Montez right now. You know what? You look, you look a little Montez. <laughs> you look a little, you got the Montez swag or something like that. You know, I like, like, you know who really, I really started mining their game, their, their suit game, Andrade. That's why, yeah. I, that's why I come up with the A.E. Lil. I, like, yeah. I love that joint, bro. Yo, he, his swag is is up there, man. And he his English most definitely has got better. Well, we already like, know someone else who uh, swag is up there, but he just, maybe now he's going to get more shine because he uh, captured the Intercontinental title. Oh, your boy, your boy, Ricochet, Ricochet. your twin. That's, that's your twin right there. That's your Ricochet. twin. So, um, so yeah, but before we go any further, oh, my God, you, you heard the intro. Our thoughts go out to the family and friends of Scott Hall. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a week ago today. We're recording on Sunday. It was a week ago today that, you know, he was announced that he was um, in on life support. Mm-hmm. And then we all know Monday he, uh, they pulled, they took him off, life, took him support, off life support. Yeah. But he was fighting that he was fighting for some time. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, unfortunately he transitioned. Yeah. The, you know, so. The bad guy. The best the number one bad guy yes you know the he's the reason why it was cool to be a bad guy right you know um talked about it a little with a few of my friends on campus because they are you know wrestling they, fans or they're wrestling fans but then they realized because some of them started adding me on facebook and they were like yo we really see that you really are into this so like man what do you what do you think about it and just like I've said on, you know, our podcast page and just all around, man, like he had arguably one of my favorite WrestleMania matches. Um, him and Shawn Michaels made the latter match, you know, uh, arguably one a part of one of the biggest moves in wrestling history, you know, going to WCW, forming the NWO. You know, and I have my, like I said, I have my, have my theory about how I feel like the click DX and the NWO were like 
the same. You know, it's just one was a much larger group. Which one was the larger group? In NWO. Your okay, I was about. Okay, I was about to say like NWO was all the of WCW. Because I'm like, come on now. I, I, no, I'm talking about like as far as like popularity. Popularity. Oh. That, that's what you mean. Who's who was who was? I think DX. DX had it with the kids because of the suck it. Because when we were kids, we would do that shit and we would get in trouble for that stuff like that. Like we'd be in school, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like going hell or whatever. But the, you know what I'm saying? But the NWO was like, those were like adults. Right. You know, the DX were adults as well. Mm. But the NWO was more kind of like serious, yeah. whatever like that. But like Scott Hall was like, I, if it was just them three, for like that whole, if it was just them three, Scott Hall was like the best on the mic. He had the, you know, he had, hey, yo, you know what I mean? He had the, like, survey set. He did the, the come on, he had so many cool catchphrases. One it, more. It, one more for the NWO, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it was just like, he had so many cool catchphrases and stuff, and and it's just like, you don't realize, like I said, that's one thing I hate about when somebody passes away. Then you start going back on memory lane, you start thinking, oh, my God, it was Scott Hall, Razor Ramon was such, this, 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 he was ahead of his time, and, and you know his mic skills and 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 you know the Razor Ramon the character and stuff like you just going back and just look how like other wrestlers um, pay homage to him even before you know his, his the, you know untimely passing and stuff you just like yo like this dude was really like an influence on on a, a major influence on the wrestling community he really was I remember <laughs> it's funny I remember I was oh my god this is. I've never told this story before. <laughs> but I remember when I was younger and I tried talk I was trying talking to this girl and I was using nothing but Razor Ramon lines. Yeah. Like I didn't have a belt, but I was just saying that I was gonna have gold around my waist. Yeah. <laughs> and like I just kept saying that. Yeah. And like it was another dude that was trying to like talk to her too, but he was more into like because we were like we were young, we were kids like eight, nine, maybe ten. So he's reciting hip hop, and here I am reciting promos from wrestling. <laughs> Yo, at least you wasn't re- uh, quoting Macho Man shit because you know Macho Man was a bad boy. <laughs> Crap, but I hope he wasn't doing that like that. No, because like at that time, you know, it was Razor. Razor was that boy. Scott Hall was that boy. You know what I mean? So yeah, so you know, you man. ain't hit the, you ain't hit the. No, I didn't. I didn't. I, I don't think I did. I don't think I did. I know. I, no, I didn't. I didn't. I, but what I did, you gonna laugh. You gonna laugh. What I did is I tried to do a little slip. <laughs> Like I had, I had like a little bush. Okay, okay. Cause I thought you just had like okay. No, so you I had, had like I a little, had like a little bush. Yeah, but no, I have a bush and I'm slicking my hair back. <laughs> like what the hell is wrong with me? Yo, yo, you ain't having toothpick or nothing like that. You had a visible toothpick. Would you invisible? Would you invisible? Yes, I had a visible toothpick. Like I was sitting there like. <laughs> like, yo, that's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's wrong with me? Right. 
Dog, it was dude. It was Scott Hall. I understand that. Remember the question I, I texted you a while back? I said, like, who was, like, influences mm-hmm. in wrestling and stuff like that? So you most definitely say Scott Hall. Roman or Razor Ramon was most definitely one of your top influences. Yeah, bro. And, and I mean, yeah, it would be it would be Scott Hall, um, just with that attitude, yeah, with his character and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously, you know, we transitioned. We got into like The Rock, you know, and a little bit of Austin, yeah, uh, a little bit of Triple H, you know, and now Roman. Y'all see. Ricochet. <laughs> Montez. Montez. You know. not. Yeah. So. New Day. Anybody anybody from the New Day that stick out for you mostly? Yeah. Well, I mean, New Day's more for like a, a personal. You know, like I can relate Oh, more. I meant style. Oh, oh, we talk about style. Oh, we style. talk about style? Roman, the, the, the Razor, your attitude and stuff like right, that. The Roman, right. the attitude. Right. Yo, let me tell y'all something about the Roman Reigns, like the attitude. Like, I noticed this a lot, too. You ever notice when Roman comes out, he has, like, his head is, like, held up real high, and he's looking. He's, oh, he's almost like he's looking down on people type stuff God like that. Mode. God mode. And I sometimes I go to work, and I'm like, I'm not the biggest person at work, but I'm a big guy. I'm a big guy at work. So I'm, like, I'm walking through the joint, I'm just... Yo, and I'm I just not, be feeling so like, I be feeling that like that that energy. I'm like, dog, that shit be feeling I'm so. I'm not wrong. gonna lie to you. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie to you. There's times when I will be driving, and if I get to my destination, like as I'm getting close to my destination, I will put his music on. I'll put that music on, and it's something about that, like his theme, mm. that's just it's just oozes that like that that confidence it yeah. literally does and like there's sometimes that i even i'll be listening to it like it's that it's that meme it's that twitter meme you know that meme when they show like the dude and he got the headphones on with serious look on his face but then they show like what he's, what he's actually silly right yeah dude that's how like i am sometimes i'll be sitting there listening to like roman's music and it's just like it's just that level of of confidence. Even even his old music, you know, but it's something about this one that kind of yeah. just makes that confidence level a thousand times. Mm-hmm. You know. So um So back to back to Scott Hall, or you wanna back back to Scott Hall because you know, like I said, man, it's tough loss. Yeah. You know, and, and what got me was Kevin Nash's post. Yeah. Cause I'm I look at Kevin Ash, Scott Hall, best of friends, me and you, best of friends. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like Triple H and, and Sean, Michael, Sean, yeah. you know, best of friends. And it's just like, I was reading that, I was just like, damn, like, just to be in that position that he was in, you know? And then you see, you know, I, I didn't see much Triple H tweets for a very long time. Yeah. And then I seen his tweet. You know, and he's just like, yo, I'm gutted. Like, I don't I don't know how to feel. I see Shawn Michaels just tweet like, you know, I love you, brother. You know, and then uh, X-Pac, he's... Yeah, I, yeah X-Pac got some of the... He, 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 I, I think, think he gonna be the one that got the hardest. I think he's going to deal with it. Like, Kevin Nash, he said, yo, that's like... I was closer to him than I was my immediate family. Like, he was... I was always around him. Yeah. But I think because X-Pac 
is the youngest out of all of them. Like, he's little bro. Like, he's literally the little, like, he's little brother to them. Mm-hmm. And I think him and Hall, or him and Scott Hall, I feel like they might have had a very special bond because you got to remember, one, two, three kid, he's the, he surprised, he shocked the world with beating Razor Ramon and it mm-hmm. built this storyline between them, mm-hmm. you know? But then you look at how much them two were kind of like, that was like, you know how there's always like, you, you got your siblings, but then there's always that one sibling that, you know, it's like, yo, that's the that's the one. Like, they have that connection. Just like, you know, we said Shawn Michaels, Triple H. The clique is a whole, is a brotherhood. Yes. But then yes. you have separate friendships. Separate that are friendships. Like that, yeah, it's kind of like, say, like, like the, the four horse women, or, the, you know, the, you know, so wrestling. The, and the horse women. Yeah. Uh, even, I would say, probably even New Day to an extent. Yeah. Um, More Biggie. Xavier is yeah. like the close, like they they went through the lot. Then Kofi's kind of like the the elder statesman right. in the group. You know what I mean? Right. But you know, and then uh, you know, we kind of, I mean, we we've been through it. You know, me and you. Yeah. You know, we 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 know that people have come and gone in in this yeah. <laughs> in this yeah. circle of ours. But no matter what, yeah. It's it's always it's always there's always the two it's always the you know the usos you know what I'm saying right. the bros and stuff so so it's it's like I seen that I can relate to that yeah you know and it was yeah. just like damn you know I just yeah. I really felt bad yeah, it's, for it's gonna be hard for him man. yeah so it's, you know prayers out to the whole Scott Hall family anyone that is affected by his loss man the wrestling community and that's one thing. Dude. The wrestling community came out for this man. Like NWA made a made, yeah, a, made post a post about him. Impact, Impact, um, AW, um, everybody showed love. Everyone did. And, and speaking of the wrestling community, just showing love and reaching oh. out, man. With God bless our brother, our brother in in, in the new day, Big E, E Tor. Yes. <laughs> you know, big meaty man slapping meat. Oh my man, my <laughs> man E. Man got a terrible accident, man. Terrible uh, injury, man. Broke his neck during the uh, episode of uh, SmackDown tag team match with him, Sheamus, and Rich Holland. Um, yeah, it was just a botch move, and you know we was very concerned about what happened to Big E. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, neck injuries are very serious. I mean, any injury, I feel like a wrestling is serious, but especially if it's something with your neck, I go say neck, back, legs, right. You know what I mean? So that that was a very, it, 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 you know, it was a very serious, it was a very scary time. It was just like, it was like all this stuff was hitting the wrestling community all at once. You know, you had the Big E situation, then you had the Sky Hall situation. It was just like, you know, like what, what's going on, whatever, right. you know. And, you know, thankfully, like I said, Big E has came out and he's done uh, posts on Twitter or social media just saying he's, Okay, it's not nothing serious. It's like he doesn't need surgery. He's just gonna, you know, take some time to recover. So, like I said, Big E, you are in our thoughts and our prayers, man. I love, you know, what I'm saying Big E is one of my favorite wrestlers of this era, of this era. And one of the probably best people, and one of the best people. That's the one thing that people have said about Big E. He's just one of the the nicest human beings on the on the planet. Like he's, like I think it's more people just like. You're not thinking about him as a wrestler. You're right. thinking about him as a person. And everybody's just like everybody that's 
said something about Biggie's always been something positive. Like Biggie's always been, you know, a, a, a great guy, a great friend, a, you know, a brother, you know, a, um, just a good person to work with, be around and stuff. Always made people feel good. So you just see everybody posting these pictures and stats and, you know, everything. Let's say, you know, the wrestling companies, um, like say NWA, even in the was it NWA? NWA posted this joint, and I'm like Biggie. I don't think I was like Biggie wasn't in NWA, right. but he had a picture of Biggie. Um, he was Biggie Langston. Mm-hmm. Um, um, in his in his gear, whatever like that, in the NWA, and I think AW stars were posting stuff, and and you know everybody in the rest of the community was just like thoughts and prayers to Biggie. You know what I'm saying? And look like he's doing. Fine, so that's he's definitely yeah. like I, I seen. I think it was a couple of days ago. I seen that he posted a video. It was of outside. No, nah, it was. It was of him brushing his teeth. He was like singing. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's just like that. That goes into a, a conversation that um is going to segue into another topic. But it's I remember when it happened, and getting all the news alerts and getting all the reports. And the one thing that I admired about this, it sounds weird to say I admire something during the case of like a tragic injury, but the fact that Big E was able and was willing to be like, let me be the one to tell y'all what's going on. So, you know, he, like, that night, he sent the video out. Like, hey, guys, I'm, I'm okay. She was showing, like, I still have move feelings Move all my digits, my yeah. He's yeah. like, I can move my digits. You know, and then I think it was that next day, he released a video saying that, you know, he did indeed break his neck, um, but he didn't require any surgery. And then I remember, because... I don't know if it was me that sent you it or you that sent me it that was saying, like, the report was that his injury was, like, on the like same career. Yeah, it was, like, level career, as, like, Stone Cold. Cold. Yeah. And I remember you said that to me because we were talking about it, and I was kind of just, like, and I told you, I was, like, after Big E sent those two videos, I was, like, I'm not listening to no other source. Yeah. If it's not coming from him directly. Or his mouth, right. You know, and this goes into this whole angle or this whole situation with Bianca Belair now. Mm-hmm. You know, because now there's reports that her match at WrestleMania is not going to happen because she suffered a injury at the hands of Becky Lynch. Mm-hmm. And I think... It's a work. Mm-hmm. I don't think that it is legit mm-hmm. just because I think that they're going to try to build more of that underdog coming back from said injury right. to do this. Yeah, to do the impossible type of thing, whatever like that, to, to beat Becky Lynch, who's supposed to, is like, who's had a, a incredible run as a... a Raw Women's Champion, just a champion in general, in um WWE. But I, I like the stuff like that. When I saw that, like I said, yeah, I, yeah, I told you about it, right? And I was like, you was like, man, I'm not go. He said that's just a, that's just a work. And I was like, yeah, I figured it was a work. But I was just like, man, I'll be 
upset if this was something true because I'm like, Bianca has worked so hard since the last WrestleMania to get back in this position to have something like that happen would be, you know, very upsetting. I feel like if it was something serious... Montez would have said something. In my opinion, I feel like as her husband and as much as he is very vocal about yeah, like his he, support, he love him some Bianca Belair. Like I really feel like, like he would have <laughs> yeah. been. We would have seen another side of Montez come out right. because I don't think that there's anything that would stop him to be like, "Yo, Becky." what the fuck type of thing. Right. You know? And then it because him, friction between him and Seth, and you know what I mean? Because, you know, Seth got to defend his girl. Right, and, and, right. And, you know, Montez go defend his wife to the, you know, so it's going to be... Especially when you're dealing with a situation where, like, it's, from what they're saying, it's like her throat. Yeah. You know, and it's like, yo, like, you, we don't know what damage that could, yeah. that can do. And then if you just look at the whole premise of the storyline, it was, oh, Becky... Becky was sidelined. Yeah, with hers. Then now you do the same to Bianca, whatever like that. But I'm like, do you really need the sympathy a- a- aspect for Bianca to, like, she had to go over, get over this hump to, to beat Becky Lynch? And I just feel like Bianca, like I said, Bianca's a better athlete. She's a better she's a better performer, I think, in the ring than, than Becky Lynch. So I don't think Bianca really needs that angle to be like, oh, I got over this adversity. But also, do you think it's also, like, the, the race thing because it's this black woman Versus this white woman, this white woman did something to her type stuff like right. that. It's like now nah, the black woman gotta come over this adversity type <laughs> stuff to 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 win or whatever like that. Like you know, mm-hmm. do you think that's a possibility? It, it could be a possibility, but I, I strongly disagree. I strongly don't agree that that is the case. I do think that there is some adversity that has to be done. Yeah, I do feel like uh, it is a situation where she is having to go through this obstacle. Yeah. But I don't think that they're going to play that role. But do you think the the that she like cuz I haven't oh, well, go ahead. I I haven't seen or heard Becky say anything in that degree that can make it into Yeah, I know it's nothing like that, but I'm just saying, you know how some people, you know, because remember when Becky came back and beat her, mm-hmm. and everybody was like, how you let this girl beat Bianca like well, that? Well, that's because... And then mm-hmm. now we get to this situation where you go into WrestleMania, Bianca's probably going to be the favorite to win the match or whatever like that, and so Becky's got to, I'm going to do what I got to do. Can people look at her like, look at this woman who looks like this, Doing it, doing something to stop a woman that looked like Bianca from beating her and ruining her streak and something like that. It's kind of like the, I'm, you know, what I mean, bringing you down type of situation. But that's how some people. I don't think WWE's not feeding into that right. storyline. But I think that's how some people could see that as 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 a thing or whatever. But do you also think because Bianca's so dominant, like she's so gifted in the ring, that you kind of got to make her look vulnerable? In a way, think, the, so to make you know what I mean. I think that's what they have to do because I, I think that's the only way that they could. It's like you got to make Superman look human. Yeah, type of stuff. Yeah, like you know, you, you got to do that because because <laughs> other otherwise we know that she it, getting mopped. It, Becky getting mopped. Like it's, it's washed. Over. <laughs> it's getting, she's getting she's, washed. She's getting mopped. 
You know? So, um, so I, I know that it's, it's been a minute. Like, I was actually, when I was, when we were getting ready for this and I was getting the stuff on the on, on, on audio side done, mm-hmm. I was looked and I was like, yo, we only had, like, two episodes. Yeah. So it's like, we, we really have a lot to catch up to. This was literally an impromptu episode that we decided to do today but um do do you want to dive into the the big news that broke friday that we kind of knew was gonna happen happen. can we yeah we we could talk about it and there's some things i gotta say man like i i believe i talked about this before i missed the days where you can get surprised about stuff like this. We yes. do not yes. we do not get that anymore. We and it's kind of like, yo, we gotta certain things I think you just gotta like keep secret. Gotta keep under the wraps. You gotta keep under wraps. It's like, why would you cause you kept talking about it? If if you guys don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about Cody Rhodes signing with WWE. Obviously, we knew at some point he was going to sign the WWE, you know, right. there was nobody nowhere else he was going to go. You know, the well, ROH situation would have sounded, sounded great. We didn't talk about because yeah. a lot happened. Yeah. You know, so we talked about it off mic. Yes. You know, we, we, we've we talked about it and we've said that, you know, an, a thought or an idea that we actually, I actually seen on TikTok was somebody talking about since Tony Khan bought ROH, Tony can't run both companies Mm-hmm. What if he gave said company to Cody for Cody to run, and it'll be like his NXT type of thing? Yeah, and I was like, that would kind of be dope, It'd you know? Resemblance of his father, because Dusty resemblance was really of his like father, the, the... resemblance of Triple H, yep. you know. And then we started hearing the the rumbles of. Him coming back to the WWE and him possibly having a match at Mania. At Mania. With Seth Rollins was kind of like the, Seth the, was the one that was really getting thrown out yeah. there. And and we can pretty much confirm that this is gonna happen. I don't know if it's gonna be a impromptu match where Seth is out there and then Cody comes out. Yeah. And, because Seth hasn't really had, like, there, there, nobody really set nothing up for Seth. Well, it's the same thing with Kevin yeah. Owens at, at that moment, where yeah. we kind of knew, because Kevin Owens was trash in Texas, yeah. that we all knew that it was going to lead up to him and Austin. Mm-hmm. But one minute, it's a KO show moment. The next minute, it's apparently, you know, I just showed you the news that's broke today which i don't really believe it that they're saying that the kevin owens stone cold segment is the main event of night one you know what though you know what you know what i will say this i heard the card for night one was trash i heard the card when night one was trash so they're trying to rearrange it though so they could possibly rearrange it to make the night one card De- like decent enough to watch because the card for night two is probably everything, phenomenal. Everything night two is focused on 
Brock and Roman. Like, I guarantee you, throughout night two, even probably through night one, not as much as night one, but night two for sure, you're going to see, you're going to see montage, montage videos. You're going to see, you're going to see ex-wrestler, ex-Hall of Famers sitting there like, well, you know, I... Man, you know, Brock Lesnar is this beast, and you know, but you got Roman Reigns. They're gonna have Hogan. Come on. You know what, brother? You know what, brother? They when I was in the ring, brother. Not have <laughs> when Hogan. When I was in the ring, brother, back in the day, when I had they better show, hey, they better show that flashback yeah, of with, Brock. With Brock with the blood. Like, yeah, I was like, I'll fight Brock Lesnar, brother. He destroyed me, brother. Like, I was like, nah, I'm have to go with Brock Lesnar. If you you know, twenty four is by doing all that shit. Man. Yeah, like I can see, I can see them really hyping that up. Yeah. Um, but I, you know what, I can see, I can see night one being more so the the uh, imp- not impromptu, but it's more of the celebrity matches, like the. Matches John, the John, the the Johnny Knoxville, Johnny Knoxville, Austin Theory, yeah, you know those matches that are like just, yeah, it's just <sighs> taboo. Yo, oh, speaking of that, yo, speaking of that, speaking of WrestleMania, car one, yo, you want to say the car? Seeing you look like the man today, why not have Ricochet and the possibility Mustafa Ali? Don't two kill it on main event, bro. Bro, they not doing nothing with him. That met dog. They, I know they not, they but not. dog. I, listen, dog, listen, that'd be crazy. It would be crazy, but they not doing nothing with him. They not that doing nothing. They not though. doing nothing with Musa. And then I'll talk about it. We, we might not have Finn Balor versus Damian Priest for the United States title. Why not? I don't think that's on the card. It might not be on the card right now, but but dog, like you said, like might be more focused on celebrity stuff. So you got like at least three matches right there that's focused on celebrity stuff. You still got the Stone Cold, Kevin Owens joint. So how many matches you think it's gonna be like eight, maybe, at least eight. Well, cause uh, let's see. RK bro, RK. tag team match. You mm-hmm. got that one. Mm-hmm. You got matter of fact, I think the um the is it is it the women's joint gonna be the tag team titles? Yeah, defending on Mania. Yeah, cause it's actually it's it's a four way fatal four way. Yep. So you got that. Jake Paul, Miz versus Mysterios. Austin Theories, Pat McAfee. KO, Stone Cold. You still got Bianca, Becky. So you... This, I, I, think we, I think we know what's going to happen. So then you got like what? What's, what well, I'm, too, I'm, I'm probably missing two. Drew McIntyre versus fucking Happy Corbin. <laughs> that... And you got like one, one more. Yeah. Yeah. Because Charlotte and Ronda is night that's two. That's night two. Yeah, that's night two. Um, I don't really think there's going to be that many matches on night two. Night two, night two might be just like, yo, we're going to do like five. Night two might be like, we're going to do like three. Three and that's it. Because like I said, the the... the Matt Finn, is the Usos defending the tag team titles? I think they, they are. Rick Boom and uh Oh Rick Boogs and uh Shasuke I was gonna say Shasuke Shisuke <laughs> Nakamura. Yeah. Yeah. So uh I just I don't know. We 
we literally got off subject yeah. when you we were talking about Cody. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, we were talking about Cody. Yeah, so like I said, um, my thing, like I said, I was just like, I just wish that we were kind of like at a, we back in the day when we just kind of like, it was just rumors that you heard, but it wasn't like, oh, yeah, it's confirmed, this, that, third, yada, 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 you know, our sources that we all listen to and stuff like that when it comes to wrestling news. And I wish that we got to that point. Where I wish we was, we had that, where we could just like do that, whatever right. you know what I mean. But now it's just like everything is out there. So I heard. Also, I heard that um, they was like when Cody left in 2016, he was offered like three hundred thousand mm-hmm. to stay. But now they say his contract is up to like three million. So Cody most definitely done build up his cachet and you know cashed out. So that's good for for Cody. Somebody, somebody used a a meme. Not a meme, but they took a clip, a still shot from WrestleMania in Vegas, in the Caesar Palace. I'm trying to remember 10 ladder match, nine. It was WrestleMania nine when Yoko fought Brett. And Mr. Fuji threw the threw, threw the salt in Brett's eyes, and Hogan came out, and it was either the salt or somebody had a like somebody did some with a flash and it blinded Brett, and Hogan came out, and Brett told Hogan to face Yoko and win the title. Somebody said that. Brock is going to get his ass destroyed. Cody's going to come out. Brock's going to tell Cody, take out Roman, and Cody's going to take out Roman and win the title. That's, that would never happen. I literally said, if they were to do that, I think every wrestling fan, despite what you feel about Cody, is going to lose their shit. Like, out of all the people that you can have win the title over him, it's going to be Cody. No disrespect to Cody. Right. But listen, we all know Cody coming back. You mid-card. You mid-card. You back to the mid-card, bro. You ain't, you might, he might get a shot. He might, he going to get a shot. But Cody, I then heard Cody might go to Raw. That too. Yeah. But if you're unifying the belts, then... Which is, is, I don't know if you've seen it. Apparently, they've teased how the new, the new. uh, I I heard that, yeah, there's like something, it was like outside. Yeah. They was outside and he showed like a. They they, they just showed like, they they showed that. Yeah. But the the red is a different color. It's like this blue. Yeah, it was like blue. It's like a sky blue or something like that. I was kind of like. Do you think you do you think you go have like a like remember the titles they had when we was playing two K? And you remember that gold title, the WWE title? It was like the global. It was I think it was called like the global (laughs) title or something like that. I like. Do you think it could be something like something like that? I will hope they don't. Straight gold. I will hope they don't. You go get it. No. (laughs) (laughs) You gonna want to get it. Cause you know why you gonna want to get it? Cause your boy got the title. Your boy gonna make that shit look good. Well, I mean, yes, you're right. Yeah. You're right. So you almost, you almost 
slightly, a slightly. You almost dropped the ball. Yeah, but um, nah, I just ah man, it's it's hard, you know, because I I just you already know how I feel about the unification. You know, yeah. I, I don't want them. It ain't unified. gonna last long. I, I really don't. Yeah, you know. But I t- I say this is a good time to th- th- that'll be a good time to to make the other titles. Hopefully, fill a point. Hopefully, they do put some work in with the Intercontinental title and the United States title to make those titles kind of feel a little bit more important. Like before, like they were before. Before they just said, "No, nah, fuck these titles. We just got, we just got, <laughs> we got these two titles." But do you, like I said, do you think the Cody signing um, is ultimately and how well Cody gets treated in WWE is going to encourage more people from AEW? Want to sign with WWE when, when con- the time when the contract is, is up or whatever, or, or the ones that Vince wants, <sighs> like MJF, like Britt Baker, Jay Cargill. I think so. Wardlow. I think so. But yeah. then you also got to take into account it's your reputation, mm-hmm. it's your work ethic, mm-hmm. it's those things, and it's being able to be like, okay, if we put you through, because sometimes they do that. Sometimes they're like, yo, we gonna put you through some shit that you might not like, but it's just to see if you can take what we give you and kind of make it your own, mm-hmm. you know? And I think that's the thing that a lot of, a lot of the wrestlers, a lot of the superstars had problems with is being like told like, okay, you know, like Keith Lee talked about it, you know, when he was presented the Bearcat and he was like, it's not really my thing but if y'all want me to do this then I'll do it you know and we seen the results right you know um is that the results why he got cut or you think he just kind of like no I I just think that he the results of the character you're not really feeling the character right stuff like that I, I think that he knew it and I think and also if it's true that Vince said something to Keith I would take personal I would take it personally against Vince. You know, you know, you say I wave the flag all the time, but if what Keith said was true, and I'm not saying that Keith is lying, but what Keith said that he was told by Vince, like, oh, you, you talk, like, your cadence, like, you talk too proper, yeah. you know, and that's kind of like, it's a, Slap to Keith yeah, because it's, it's you know, also, you know, especially a brother, a person of color. When you talk about, oh, you you talk in a certain way, and he like, wants you to talk in different. He wants you to talk like, yeah, sucker, like, <laughs> you yeah, know like I mean? you know, you know, no, no disrespect to Book, but you know, you know, but that's how Book talk, right, right. But you also you, you look at like I can't even say like Montez because Montez just... Montez got a... He's, he got... I think it was Montez. Montez got... He got, like, a swag to him. Angelo. I think the one that probably, like, was like, because he don't really talk like that is Angelo. Yeah, but when you really look at Angelo Dawkins, uh, when you actually listen to his promos, some of his promos, he's good. He's good. He's just you not... The, he's not the talker like Montez he's just, is. Yeah, he just doesn't he's just have back. And, Mont- and they say it all the time. Like, he's, he's like, yo, like... He's like, yo, Montez cut a promo and some moccasins. <laughs> you right. know, has some basketball shorts on and some moccasins. Like, yeah. You know, he's like, and he cut a promo like he was, he cut a promo like he was the rock, like geared out, ready to go. Yeah. So, you know, I, I just, but if that is true, you know, it, I, 
I will take offense to that because I'm just like, yo, like, not everybody, not every black person has to be put in that mold. Okay, so now I got to defend Vince McMahon. So now I'm going to be the one waving the flag here. What? So, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to be the what? one waving the flag here. <laughs> so, so do you think Vince didn't look at it like Vince wasn't looking at it as a race thing. He was more looking at it as a size. He has this, Keith Lee is this big, strong, this big guy. Mm-hmm. And you talk like... With this proper cadence. Greetings and so, salutations. Greetings and salutations. <laughs> so it's like somebody's not going to believe that coming from a guy that's big like that. So I would much rather have you speak in a way or more like a, of a more of an aggressive tone because how you look, it will seem more presentable for the eyes of the people. Because like I said, if I, like you said, like, remember, okay, I'm doing like this. Mike Tyson talks the way he talks. If right. you heard Mike Tyson talk on the phone, and he said, I'm going come, come, to come over there, I'm going to kick your ass. you be like, yo, who this punk-ass dude talking to me on the phone? And then when he comes see you, you're like, oh, shit. Like, yo, this dude is, but you you hear him, you like, I'm not scared of this dude. Like, come through. I'm going to boop your ass. And then he come through like, oh, yeah, what's up? Are you the guy? You're like, no, nah, that wasn't me. No, nah, I don't know. No, nah, it wasn't me. So you probably look at it as like, I think Vince is looking at it like, because how you look, mm-hmm. how you look, you should, I, I want you to talk like this because you, how you look. If you talk it and how you look, you look less intimidating. You know what I mean? Because like I said, yeah, you big dude. All this you can whoop my ass. Yeah, no doubt. But you, you, greetings and salutations. This is this is the limitless Keith Lee. You know, it's like, dude, you sound like a news reporter or something like that. You sound like the weatherman. So, so, same person, not same person, not same person. Same in a sense, beast. Beast. Brock Lesnar? Yes. Because we've heard Brock talk. Okay, okay. We've heard Brock scream. Okay. Okay, ah! okay, but, but, but when Brock says something and he looks at you, Brock has the, the look of, like, a tip. He looks at you, but, yeah, he's big, and he has a soft but Keith, voice, but, Keith but he said, looks at you but in Keith a way said that's this intimidating. Too. Keith said this. Keith was like, but what he can do is he can turn it up in the ring. So what happens is, is if needed to, he would turn, he would turn that up and make it where... His like that voice will be. For example, we seen it. It's the it's the infamous Keith Lee gif of when Adam Cole is not Adam Cole when Finn Balor is in the corner. Yeah, yeah the, Keith Lee rises up and like he gives that, him that. Yeah, look. And he gives him that look. But I'm just look, I, I, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. But let's say that's in the ring. But when Brock talks, he looking at you. Brock is it. It's, it's just like Brock gives you that look of it. And then it's like how Brock looks. Brock's jacked, got a fucking sword on his fucking body. So, like, I see what you're saying. I see what you're going with. But I think this Brock looks, he looks intimidated. So even when he says something, he might be saying it but with a small, can... in a in in soft-spoken voice. But how, what, it's not... It's not his voice, but it's just what he said. But it's even okay. So, so, and we've talked about this. We talk yeah. about how we we think the character of Brock Lesnar now is like that real psycho, like that psycho killer. Oh, right? this is him. This is how right. he is. Yeah. Like for example, when he was cutting a promo with Adam Pierce, 
and he was on a flip phone and he was talking about, man, like, I really appreciate you suspending me because I was able to do something I haven't done in a while. Hunt deer. And he was, but the way he was being very, like, methodical and very, like, psychopath. Yes. What if, what if, creative-wise, you made Keith Lee similar to that, but you make it to where he's, he's, like this intelligent person, which he is. He is an intelligent person. Yes, he is. He, you use that as a benefit to be like, yo, he's this, he's this intellectual person, but like in the middle of his promos, he can get like that real, like he can like pull you closer in and really get real in depth in that. So in that's, that. so, okay, so that's what he should have did, but then you gotta look at it like that. Would that have been more of a heel? So what Keith had to been a heel for that because Brock's pretty much been a heel his whole career. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Even so, though right now you can say he's, he's like a, a he is a face. He's a tweener yeah, or whatever like that. Yeah. So what Keith, well, we can say that about Keith. Keith could be a tweener. Keith was a face. Keith was always a face. Yeah. yeah. You know. So it was like, well, you. I, I don't. I see what you said, but I think it's just how you package mm-hmm. and like say how Brock is packaged is different from how Keith Lee is packaged, and maybe that's unfair, or whatever like that. But that's like I said, the way. Brock looks, you know what I mean. It's just like and how he first was came out. He was the next big thing. He was dumb. He was throwing people all over the fucking ring and shit like that. And when it, when he says something, and he says something, he like like I said, Brock is a man of few words. But when he says something, it's like yo, he meant that shit, right? Whatever like that. But Keith Lee is just like I said, he's just you know, hi everybody. I'm like this. I am Keith Lee, and then I'm limitless, and I'm you know, I'm blah blah blah. blah you know what I mean? And it's like yeah, it's cool. I like it. Me, I don't have no issue with it. Right. I don't have no issue with it. But I think how Vince. And I'm saying now I'm going. We're going now. I'm going to Vince's visions and stuff like that. <laughs> I'm going to Vince. How Vince visions Keith Lee is like, yo, I want you to be this Bearcat, and I want you to be vicious, whatever like that. You know what I mean? And it's like you're big and all this. I want you to be aggressive. That's right. like imagine Drew Drew McIntyre just came out and he wasn't Drew McIntyre. Mm-hmm. He was just he wasn't aggressive. He was just like, hey everybody, I'm Drew McIntyre. You like get the fuck out of here, like you know what I mean? You were like this dude is stupid, like. This is talking about Vince's vision. I was like, I was listening to Out of Character. And he was talking about Sonya Deville. And it was, was, was Sonya Deville was being interviewed. Duties. <laughs> uh, like, uh, Sonya Deville's uh, character is like her, her new character. It's this female authority, whatever like that. And how her character was. And Vince is like, this is my vision I have for right. Sonya Deville and all this other stuff like that. And when Sonya Deville was like, okay, I was ready. To, I, want, I want to wrestle. I want to wrestle. You see how long, I remember how long it took for Sonya Deville to wrestle, to get in the ring. So so she was like, so, so when Sonya Deville finally got in the ring to wrestle, she had so much heat behind her. Vince was like, aren't you glad you waited? Like, I. This is my how my vision I have for the character. And obviously, Sion gave her input and all this other stuff like that. And like Vince was like, okay. Then either when Sion was like, okay, I want to wrestle. I'm, I'm ready to wrestle. He's like, no. We go wait. You know, keep building this character and stuff like that. Now you see Sion DeVille's, her, her evolution of her character. You know, so Vince has a vision for people. And all that time, like I said, it might not be what you want or whatever like that, but you, you kind of like, in a way, you got to trust Vince's vision because Vince... Really, like I think he knows what he's talking about. He's just looking out for the benefit of the of the, of the talent. I think I, I think what Vince what he does is Vince has this tendency of you have to really, and this is a basketball term. You really have to trust the process. 
with Vince. Mm -hmm. You have to be able to be like, okay, there's a payoff at the end. Yes. But you have to be dedicated. I think that's what causes a lot of wrestlers, superstars, to get uneasy and, and end up getting cut because they're not trusting that process, then what they're doing is is they might take to social media to voice their grievances, to say certain things about their character or they don't like the fact that they're not getting pushed and everything like that. And then it's like, Vince is just like, yo, you have to trust me. You know, it's kind of like, for example, and this is going to be a segue, Jericho. If you ever listen to a Chris Jericho interview when he talks about his meeting with Vince, he said during his meeting with Vince, he had Vince, he, Vince brought him into the room where they were discussing stuff that was happening in, in their product right at that moment. He's still with WCW at the time. So he took the interview, went, did it, left came back and the reason why Vince said that he liked Jericho is because he Jericho didn't go back and tell nobody anything he kept that conversation that was in that room in that room and he's like because I know I can trust you mm -hmm. that's why he allowed him to do the broken skull session with Stone Cold being in AEW Right. You know, because he's like, I trust. He built, yeah, he built that relationship with I Chris trust Jericho that you can, him. you won't do or say anything out of, out of line, out of character, out of whatever. Yeah. You know, and it's the same thing with like, you know, like an Undertaker and things like that. But I just think that that's kind of like the ring, like that's Vince's ring of fire that you got to go through. You got to, he's going to be like, all right, listen, I'm going to put this in front of you, but you can't touch it. And it's like your favorite thing in the world. Yeah. But you can't touch it. You think that's why Austin Theory is getting the push that he's getting right now? Because he doesn't like he done earned Vince trust. So now Austin Theory is getting shot to the he will get shot to the moon. But like I said, he gotta trust the process. I think I I, I said this in a I said this in maybe I think it was episode one. Mm. <laughs> I really see Randy Orton in Austin Theory. I see a young Randy Orton same attitude it's just a little different the character is a little different hmm. but it's just that more this era more like it's like randy orton and like born in like this era yeah. of of like social media and you it's know like the that, selfies and it's the, like you that know. cockiness yeah. that arrogance and i think that eventually this this is going to evolve evolve and it's going to come into something that is going to be bigger than we may see right now. Right. So, like I said, we gotta. I don't want to say trust. I don't want to say trust the process, man, because we see what go. We see what going on to that. <laughs> with, 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 them, with them boys right there, man, they ain't, they ain't going so good. So, yeah, trust the McMahon. Trust, trust Vince McMahon. Yes, yes, that's that's a good. That's a good. So we were. I said, you know, we were gonna segue into the Chris Jericho, um, and this is something that I've been. I, I told you off off camera. I wasn't sure if I discussed this on the pod. If anybody happens to listen to the pod and and can reflect and let us know on the comments and on the YouTube channel, mm -hmm. greatly appreciate it. 
Uh, matter of fact, Cook, Kevin, I know you will know this. <laughs> um, if there was ever a point in time that I actually was saying that AEW eventually is going to I think get you did. to that entertainment, like I think start you did. getting into it. And now we have the Jericho Appreciation Society, yes. which I fucking love. Like, out of... Wait, you actually love something out of AEW? There's yes. something out of AEW? Yes. Other than Tay Conti? There's something that you like other than... other than Hey, 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 that's your, that was your girl, so... I know. I know, I know. I know, I know Charles. Oh, my God, I know. <laughs> but I, I love the Jericho... Appreciation Society. I loved the CM Punk MJF story. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not really sure what's going on with the Adam Cole thing. I'm kind of I don't know. Dog, I, I this, this this I said undisputed versus the elite, which that's is going to happen. That's going to happen. It's, it's building up. Come back. Yeah, it's, it's building up, it's to building that. up to. We are, like, That's what it's building I, up I to. I knew I knew yes. when O'Reilly and Fish showed up. I yes. was like. I know what this is. Yes. I know what yes. this is. And that joint is going but to be incredible. It's going to be on fire. But I thought that Kenny wasn't going to lose the title because I thought Adam was going to be the one to take the title from Kenny. That's what I thought. Yeah. I thought it was going to be that. But as we all know, sometimes you don't need the title to to create great yeah. story. Yeah. Um, I kind of like the Daniel or the Brian Danielson Moxley Tandem? Yeah, with Regal you know, in the with, middle. With Regal, yeah. with Regal there now. Um, Look at you. Look at some AEWs. Look at I you. I told you. Look at you. I can appreciate some things, hey. but hey. home is Look worth at it. you. Look at you. Proud of you. Proud of you, man. But WWE is where the heart is. Yes, I understand. But, yes. um, damn, I was completely... You was going off. You was, okay. Then you said um, sports entertainment. Oh yes, sports yes. yes. Jericho Appreciation Society, and what Jericho said. Jericho was like, "I am a sports entertainer," and it pissed everybody off. Yes. And then you have Pat McAfee on SmackDown say, "I fell in love with professional." Wrestling, which is a forbidden word that is not supposed to be used in WWE. Yes. You're not supposed to say professional wrestling. So it's kind of funny how both these companies have both strayed away from these two words. Like, AEW's like, we're not entertainment. We're wrestling. Yes. Like, Dan Bryan is like, this is wrestling. Or Brian Danielson. I'm so used to calling him Dan Bryan. You can call Dan Bryan. <laughs> we, people know what he's talking about. You know, he's like, this is professional. Professional wrestling, CM Punk. I am back to professional wrestling. But Jericho's like, I'm an entertainer. But you know, he he's the he's one of those and trolls he's and, one and of he's the one. best to do it. Yes, he's one of the best to do it. So you gotta like how can I it. how can I sign up to be a member of the Jericho Appreciation Society? Because I would love to be a part of that society. Are you? Yes. You want to sign up? For a group in AEW? <laughs> it's Jericho. But it's AEW. It's Jericho. So are you go what are you putting the flag to the side? I am, to the WWE side? I am not and putting you, I am not putting the flag to yes. the side. I'm just saying that I 
would like you want to an be application a member yes of the Jericho yeah. Appreciation Society okay because I appreciate Chris Jericho are you in the but are you bloodline or Jericho Appreciation bloodline but you no. want to be on both you want to be bloodline. both you want both bloodline you want both if if Roman and Jericho came in this room right now and looked at me and said you got to pick the greatness of Chris Jericho. Greatness on a different level. Yes, but that's Jericho. That's Jericho wanted the goats. I know. Jericho wanted the goats. I know. He's not the goat of this generation. But Jericho's one of the of all time. He's not all time. If Jericho. When Roman does what he's going to do on April third, Jericho did it first. I understand. Jericho did it. I first. understand. But he Jericho. did it. But he didn't take a beast down. How many times has Roman beat Brock? <laughs> Roman like the only dude that we know that I think he beat Rome. I think he got he got like a winning record on Brock Lesnar. At this and I don't point. even think it's a winning record. I don't think so. He might he might have a few more wins than nah, other people. I think he got more wins. I the think other he got people. The other people. But How many I, other Taker Taker got? Taker ain't many. Taker ain't got none. Who else? Nobody got that many on Brock. I don't think Taker. I think Taker got maybe one. One. Maybe and, two. Two might be pushing it. Two. Roman got like five. Oh. We got the we got Roman, the Roman Roman at least three. I'm gonna say at least I'm three. Go three. I say at least three. I'm but go Roman three. got a I think Roman got a winning record, winning record on Brock Lesnar. See now we doing this. Okay, but you want to be Jericho appreciation? Cool. Cool. Hey, hey. hey that's cool. That's hey. cool. Hey, I like the group. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Dale Garcia from Buffalo. I was about to say so, that. You, go. Yeah. you know? Yeah. Is he related to... It's, it's, I, gotta, I, I, I gotta ask B. Because I know B's godfather was like in wrestling. Yeah. I don't know if he's... I, I don't know. I, I, I want to yeah, know. Yeah. That's something that we yeah. have to look into. The only, the only last thing B, B told us about was look out for uh, Nikita Lyons in uh, NXT because he oh, did yeah. something about California and he, he yeah. seen her or whatever like that. So Yeah. Um, Jer- uh, not Jericho. Did you hear about Jeff Hardy? What? what? So... Remember the whole situation with Jericho with Jeff Hardy, and they were saying like Jeff Hardy had drugs and all that. Yeah. So Jeff Hardy apparently was on his brother's podcast. Yes. And he basically said, like, nah, I just quit. Like I just left. And I did it because I can get away with it. That's pretty much what he said in a nutshell. You know? Um it for me, like I was listening to um, a podcast and he was talking about Don Honey was talking about it. And he was like, this is unprofessional. It was a spit in the face to your fans that have showed nothing but support for you that really thought that something was wrong with you because of this problem. Okay. That you had. Yeah. But then it also leads you to think of. Is this kind of why WWE kind of took that approach with Jeff Hardy when it was like, yo, like you, you got to get tested because you, re, you acted erratically, like you do this, and then you know it's the whole situation about you know, well, you have your brothers in arms in the ring, and you just abandoned them like that. You lost their trust. So I, you know, it's gonna be a situation where somebody was like, you know, well, Stone Cold. He walked out, and I'm like, you know, 
you you can't you can't um take two bad situations and be like yeah like you know you can't I forgot that infamous saying like, it was like apples can't. and oranges or something like that you pair apples yeah, and oranges or whatever some some similar to that yeah. you know but this is like you know you Jerk I mean what Jeff Hardy did was very now that he's come out and said it you know it just goes like I'm like I I don't know if you can ever repair that bridge over there you know but I don't listen I think I think Jeff at some point was like I really want to go wrestle with my brother right I really want to go pair up with my brother like you Which, know, I'm here. I'm in WWE. I'm really not doing nothing. He he did was kind of like almost the, he was like one of the survivors, last survivors. I don't think Survivor Series. It was mm-hmm. like him and Seth. And you know, the, I don't, I really honestly think he did really. Man, oh no, he was. I thought he was supposed to face Roman at some point. You know what I mean? We was gonna see that, but he was probably gonna lose. You know what I mean? So, um, <laughs> so he was. Gonna, so, I, but I just think Jeff was just like honestly, it's certain ways that you go about handling things but I think Jeff is just like like I want out like I really want out I'm really not doing nothing I'm unhappy whatever like that and yeah there's certain ways you go about doing it but I felt like like say he had a history whatever like that and he exploited that and used that to his advantage to get released well I'm just saying like not a history of like he's just saying like I can get away with it because of my you know who I am that's what I'm saying like he used his past whatever stuff like that to like okay now I can use this to get up out of here even yeah. though I'm not I'm not that way whatever like so everybody was like he's like, oh man I'm good like everybody mad was like nah he's good like everybody like he's fine so he was like why he getting released that's weird and stuff like that so yeah. you know I don't know man but listen I'm listen he in AEW I, we know I think tag team titles is gonna be over the, on the horizon for them I think them and the young bucks I think are gonna have a match at some point whatever like that so you know I mean it's like I said, it's Unprofessional what Jeff Hardy did, but at the end of the day, Jeff Hardy's gonna wanted to wrestle with his brother. His brother wanted him there, mm-hmm. you know. And I think that's something that you, just, you, I think you just can't have the Hardy boys without. You need both of them there, right? You know, that's one of like that's like the Dudley boys. You need both people there to yeah. make it work. Even though Bubba's great solo, you need Devon, you know. And Jeff needs Matt. Man, Matt needs Jeff. Yeah. Yeah, man. This is. It just sucks, like, you know, I just really wish Listen, that. listen, bro. <laughs> me and you have been going at it back and forth about WWE. Listen, man, everybody's fucked up. <laughs> Everybody gonna do something that we ain't gonna like, man. It is what it is, man. You know what I mean? You, you go wave your flag. I'm over here just, you know, we, I'm enjoying shit, whatever <laughs> like that, man. We just go, it's, it is what it is. Yeah. It is what it is. We can't be, everybody can't be perfect, bro. Listen, how many times have you had a job, especially the last job you had, you just want to be like, you know what, fuck this. I'm like, I'm not going to be professional and give y'all the common courtesy. You'll be like, I'm going to give you a two-week notice and all this other shit. Like, then fuck y'all. I'm leaving. <laughs> they fired me. They fired you. So they didn't even give you the, the, <laughs> the, the opportunity, but you probably wanted to. Can we talk about it? Hold on. This is this I'm is complete. Just saying, I'm just saying. This is, this is I'm just saying. This is not wrestling related. I'm just saying. This is not wrestling related. I'm just saying. But I want to talk about that. I want to talk about that day I got fired. Okay, that go was ahead. hilarious. Go ahead. Go ahead. That was hilarious. Knock yourself, yourself out. Because it was the week of Christmas. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> it, was a, it was a Tuesday. 
It was a Tuesday. And I remember, and my boss, not going to say his name, but my boss came back into the building. And everybody knows when he comes back in the building, after he left for the day, somebody getting fired. Yes. So I'm sitting at my cubicle chilling. Next thing you know, I get a... And it's my, it's, it's my uh, supervisor. Yeah. You know, shout out to Jeannie, you know. She's like, hey, he see you in the office. So I said, okay. Go in the office, sit down. I'm just sitting there, I'm listening to them talk. And he's telling me, he's telling me the situation. I'm just sitting there, like, not even really paying attention to him because it's like, it's whatever. And then... He's like, you know, I, I really hate to do this, but, you know, we got to let you go. I'm sitting there. It's just like, wait, did I just get fired? <laughs> and, like, that's exactly how I reacted. I was just like, did I just get fired? Like, yeah, you know, we got to, you know, unfortunately. You know, it's like, and then he was trying to, like, he's, he's always wanted to get rid of me, though. He always wanted to get rid of me. Like, I knew from the, like, the maybe the third month I was like yo he really wants to fire me he's just waiting for a reason to fire me and this gave him this reason and why did he fire you attendance no 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 because on they claim on my watch even though there was more than one person doing this there was a loss a profit loss yeah a large amount of money was lost. Oh, so you're saying you, you were stealing? No, 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 no. Because I'm doing reservations for uh -huh. people that's going on vacations and things mm -hmm. like that. So a large amount of revenue was lost. And because they lost this large amount of revenue, they were like, yeah, we got to... Even though there's more than just one person that was in this conversation yeah but they was like yeah we you yeah you gotta go yeah 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 i was just like oh that's all right cool right best thing happened to me though i know but <laughs> so could we say this might be the best thing to happen to something like that to a jeff hardy possibly to see how it works out we'll have to see how we we'll have to see out. how it works out we have to see how yeah. it works out but i don't think that he's gonna reach that level of i mean but then again it's jeff hardy you know he's the hardy boys have that that following, yes, they have that following that they the fans love the Hardy Boys no matter right. where they go, right? Especially Jeff, right? So I, I see. I was gonna say like, do you? I was gonna say like, even you say his his he gonna reach that level, but he's Jeff Hardy, right? But do you think like, I don't, I don't know. I was I don't know, man. Like he he'll be fine. He'll be fine. I think so. He'll be too. fine. It's Jeff Hardy, man. You know what I mean? So. I think so. It's just like I I just don't think the the end all the be all or like is like WWE and stuff like that, especially now at this point. Well, I still think it is. You know, in my personal opinion, I still think that more so financially. The end all be all is WWE because of the history. I think that's what it is. I think it's the longevity of the WWE. I think it's the fact that you have it's the it's still like that 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 pinnacle. Like it's kind of like, you know, we can now depending on the longevity of the XFL and the USFL, 
everybody's still main still goal to the NFL. is yeah, to go yeah, to yeah, the NFL. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. it's just like basketball, NBA. You know, yeah. everybody, you can go overseas. You, you want to go to the NBA. You, you want to go you to want the NBA, yeah. yeah. You know, so that's that's kind of like where where I feel everybody still wants to go. Because yeah. I think you even still just want to get that experience. Yeah, to see if you can. Because. See if you can make it. It's entertainment. Yes. And. You want to see if you can do it because there's so many different avenues that can open doors being in the WWE. Yeah, that's what Sonya DeVille... But go back to Sonya DeVille. That's what she was talking about. She was like, she wanted to be an MMA fighter and she wanted to be an actor. So mm-hmm. she was like, she bounced around or whatever like that. She was in LA. She was like, I can do everything, all that in one place in the WWE. So she was like, this is the perfect place for me to be. Right. You know what I mean? So she's been there pretty much like for like almost like 10 years or something like that. She's mm-hmm. been there for a minute. So. Yeah. So. Yeah. You can do a lot in WWE, man. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot you can't do. Yeah. That company. Yeah. And before we wrap up, because this is like I said, this is very impromptu yeah. episode. We hella random. Have hella random. Shout out Dolph Ziggler. New NXT champion. Yes. Dolph Ziggler. And apparently... Braun Breaker has been called up. Yeah. Yeah, Braun Breaker has been called <laughs> up. I saw that. That's why Dolph won the title. And I want to say shout out, like I said, shout out to Dolph Ziggler. Shout out to Dolph Ziggler and Mandy Rose. Because remember, a while ago in WWE, those two were uh, a couple. They were. They were, they were like a couple or whatever they like were. that. They were. fucking with Otis. Yeah. And then the whole thing oh, was yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so this so this fucking with Otis. So now, fast forward, Mandy's the NXT Women's Champion, doing great in NXT. Dolph Ziggler, his first singles title in a long time. Very long. It's been a time. very long time since Dolph won a singles title. It, and that, oh, he, he was a, he's the first wrestler in the company to win big gold, the big w, the old WCW title. And the NXT Championship. So he's the only one that can say he did that. Now. Unless somebody else like a Randy Orton or somebody like know, that go down there. We, we kind of know that this is a transition period. Yes. He's he's a transitional champion. Yes. Who's taking the belt from him? I really got to look at the NXT roster and see who I think will take the title from him. I, I, have a, I have an idea. I have an idea. Solo Sokoy? I have an idea. Who? Santos. Escobar. I, I think Santos is going to be the one to take that title from him. It's about time. Yes. Now, you want to talk about, because I know you were saying, you know, we, we, we bringing it back to the beginning. Yes. When you were saying, you know, you, you, know, you suited and booted. Suited and booted. <laughs> and you was talking about Andrade. Andrade El Elio. But we got to talk about Santos. Santos got swag, too. Escobar Sant- got swag. Because <laughs> yeah. Santos, Santos be killing it. Yeah. And I think a Santos and Dolph match will tear yes. the roof off. Yes. Any place. Any place, yes. So, that the being show, the sh- what, is the, what do you call it? The show stealer? Who was Dolph called? The show stopper? No, that's Shawn Michaels, right? Yeah. It's a show stealer. I think it is a show stealer. Show stealer versus versus Santos, the leader of L. Los <laughs> La 
familiar, something like that. I forgot the name. <laughs> I forgot the name of the group or whatever like that. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know who's on NXT. I, I got it. Like I think Ola Solo, Sequoia, mm-hmm. that guy, or Dexter. Dexter, nah, I don't think I. I'm I'm surprised Dexter ain't get called up because he's not really doing nothing in NXT. Right. Um. They got a lot. Of, I don't know who's the faces like LA that. Knight. LA Knight, he done, he done, well, yeah, maybe. I've, that's another guy I feel like should get called up. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to, yeah, Santos might be. Santos might be a good, he might be a good pick. That's a good pick. Yeah. I like I like that, yeah. Yeah, so, with that being said, I mean, like I said, we we just, we didn't really have. Uh, much of an outline, much of, you know, we just, we, just catching up on some of the things, you know. The, yeah. The, you know, the big stuff. Yeah. The big topics that we can talk about. So, yeah. So, um, this has been the Royal Club Wrestling Podcast. Yes, this is the Royal Club Wrestling Podcast with your boy, the Ace, and the franchise. We are out. You guys be easy. Check us out at on Instagram at RCW underscore podcast. Yes. Make sure that you uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Yep. Can you give them the YouTube channel title, the name, or whatever? It's actually, the, the channel is, it's my, it's my channel, so if you just go to Charles Gilbert, um, there, just subscribe. It's under playlist. It's under the Royal Club play- playlist. So that's where you're going to get all the videos, all the content. Um, make sure that you do subscribe, follow, comment, like, thumbs up. You know, we haven't got a thumbs down, so I'm, I'm kind of okay. That's good. That's good. That's good. That that's good. That's <laughs> good. Um, and be on the lookout because. I'm working on something. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Ace knows a little bit about it. Yes. He doesn't know the full yeah. length to what this is going to be, but I promise you it is going to be. Listen, folks, just pray <laughs> Brock Lesnar wins this, <laughs> wins this, wins this title. <laughs> All I'm going to say all I'm going to say, matter of fact, get yourself together. <laughs> All I'm going to say is if our tribal chief walks out with not only his universal title, but this title as the long, well. The longest reigning universal champion. The longest reigning universal Heavyweight champion, our tribal chief, the head of the table. Needle mover. The needle mover. The man that is in God mode. Greatness on a different level. If he wins this title and retains his universal title, y'all are in for the greatest episode of Royal Club you can ever imagine. Bank on that. So y'all, so if y'all, if y'all don't want to see this man act a fool, pray for Brock Lesnar to win this. <laughs> that's all I'm gonna say. But that's pretty much that's it for me. I am the ace. This is the franchise. You see the man, right? You see the title. We out. Acknowledge me. <laughs> oh Lord! Oh my Lord! <laughs>
Dude. Charles, you, 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 you a crazy dude. Who the hell that called you, man? Bathroom. Oh, bathroom. I got yeah. all the way. I got a bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> gotta go to the shitter. Shitter. Hold on. I have to. I have to FaceTime this girl. Answer your goddamn phone. Answer your goddamn phone. No, I don't I don't want to see the ceiling. Uh, yeah. Nope, nope, I don't want to see the ceiling. I don't want to see the ceiling. I do not want to see the ceiling. And every time I say I don't want to see the ceiling, your phone goes on caution mode, okay? This girl cut all her hair. She cut all of her damn hair. She cut all of her damn hair. That's why she was FaceTiming me. Right there. Right behind you. 